Hi, welcome to the newest episode of Family by Law with Brian Aldridge. Today, myself and co-host Carlina to talk about dogs. Everybody's favorite topic, dogs. I talk about how my identity got stolen and I was denied a Tesla. But dogs, you know what I mean? It was good times. I hope you enjoy. Woof! Welcome to another episode of Brian Aldridge's Family by Law podcast with Brian Aldridge, starring Brian Aldridge. Family by Law with Brian Aldridge. Uh, wow. <laughs> episode 25 or 6? 23. 23. Uh, this week, we have our normal cast and crew. We got Karate Brian in the producer chair. We have Carlina back as permanent co-host, permanent solo co-host. Woohoo! It's been a while been a while last week we had uh her asian friend kay lee kay lee and then uh we released the basketball special i kind of liked that that was pretty cool we're gonna do another one we're gonna do another basketball special when the second round of the playoffs begin and we'll tell the audience we were just kidding when a lot of our teams (laughs) that we picked to win have lost uh how was your week carlina good what'd you do been practicing photography more photography Photography. Uh, you can see Carlina's photography on Carlina MK. Dot photography. Dot photography. Dot photography on Instagram. On the Instagram. Uh, I heard she got hired to do the high profile what Kardashian wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 That'll that'll get your business up and running. It was the Kardashians, uh, the oldest Kardashians unnamed son's first birthday. Oh, well, that's a good get right there. Is what yeah, I mean. yeah. I myself returned to the homeland, the Chicago area. I felt like a uh, touring rock star. <laughs> you are. I flew in and flew home less than 24 hours. Yeah. I, I got home at, at a earlier time than I left. Yeah, you did. I went, I flew into Midway Airport in Chicago, rented a car, and did a show in Portage, Indiana at a yacht club. A yacht club. Show was excellent. Okay. People came out. We actually sold the show out. You did. So that was good. Good marketing. And I can only attribute that to this podcast. Woohoo. We ran into some snags along the way. Oh, no. I prepaid. Okay. Prepaid. Prepaid. A reservation for my car through, I'm going to say it because I want them to hear this, own up to it, and make good. Oh, no. Hertz Rent-A-Car. How could they? I prepaid and reserved a Tesla. Okay. What'd you get? I don't want to bash. I got a lesser than Tesla. Okay. I got a Nissan Sport. That is lesser than a Tesla. Here's how it goes down. (laughs) Nissan Sport. So I prepaid for a Tesla. Okay. I get there and, you know, the plane lands. I ride the shuttle to the... The place. The uh, car rental place. I get there and they found what I can only describe from being online. Okay. Chronically. Okay. Is, oh, they've got the most polite two people in Chicago (laughs) (laughs) to work the counter of Hertz. Yeah. And one of them so eloquently in his customer service. Voice. And I'm not going to do the ethnicity of the voice because that's racist. That it would be racist. But he did inform me that ain't no cars. Oh, okay. 
I stopped at the counter. I, I just kind of looked, and he said, "Ain't no cars, unless you a gold member." Are you a gold member? I am. Oh, okay. And I didn't really stop at the counter to ask. I just saw no one was at the counter. Kind of looked over, like, "Hey, why is no one at that counter?" Just out of curiosity. Yeah. I did not queue. I no. did not get in the line. No. He unsolicited tells me, "Ain't no cars." Well, you paid for a car. Unless you gold member. So I go out, and the big board shows you where your car is located. Yeah. My name's not on the big board. Okay. Um, And it says, if your name's not on this board, go back in and talk to customer service. So I go back in, and now ain't no cars guy. Still arms crossed. Still ain't no cars. Still ain't no cars. I go, hey, my name's not up on the big board. It says to come back in here. And he's like, you got to go to gold customer service. Oh. Seems classic. And then I get in a game of about 20 seconds of chicken with him. Okay. Because he just goes, you got to go to gold customer service. You're just like, I'm not doing that? No, no, no. I'm going to do it. Okay. Step two of that <laughs> might be telling me the location of the gold oh, customer service. Oh, that would service. be good. That would be so good. So I just stand there. Yeah. And I stand there and I'm like, I will stand. My show's at eight. I will stand here We're at noon. And about 30 seconds later, he just goes, couldn't be more annoyed. Uh-huh. It's back through those doors, and it's got a big white canopy. These are the nicest people in the Chicago. The two nicest people they've hired <laughs> to work the best. <laughs> I go, I find this canopy, and now even a nicer person oh. is working the gold customer service. Oh, because it's gold classes. And this lady tells me, what do you mean? <laughs> Your name's not up on the board. Does she tell you to go back to the regular customer service? Do you mind checking again? I don't mind. And I go over and I check it again. Yeah, still not there. My name's still not on the board. Oh, Oh, okay. And then the process that could have happened before. Uh Uh-huh. Well, what is your name? Oh, that would have been a good thing to ask from the start. I tell them my name. Oh, I see the problem. Yeah. You rented and paid for... Uh-huh. Tesla. We don't have that. Ain't no Teslas. <laughs> Ain't no Teslas. We don't have Teslas. Oh, so the website just lied? What do you mean you don't have to? Did you just hope somebody would return a I Tesla? <laughs> you thought somebody would bring you a Tesla just like offhandedly? Now, anyone under 40 right now is flashing back to the first episode of Seinfeld. Uh-huh. Where he goes to the counter and he reserves a car. Over and they don't have it. They don't have his car. And he goes, but I have a reservation. And she goes, oh, we know. He goes, you don't know how to take reservations. And she goes, oh, we know how to take it. He goes, I don't think you do. Or I'd have a car. <laughs> like, he goes, anyone yeah. can take the reservation, but you got to hold it. But the, here's the problem. I paid. You did pay. So it's, I get, here's what I get. I get if you reserve a car, because about, I do this all the time. Uh-huh. And I, maybe it's karma. Uh-huh. I'll reserve a car at Hertz. I'll reserve a car through Enterprise, and I'll reserve a car through Budget every time I fly in somewhere. Yeah. And when I get there, I'll check on the website, and if one of them has the lower price than those three reservations, Uh I'll cancel all three of my reservations and get that one. Fair. Or whichever one I feel like going – like, I I have options because you don't have to prepay. Yeah. And I know they know that people overbook. I get that. So if I just had a reservation and they didn't have it – I'm like, all right, I see. It's a two-way street. Yeah. I paid. I already paid. You did pay. I paid. Prepaid. I've never prepaid. 
And then that uh, the a reservation, but because I wanted to make sure I got the Tesla, I yeah. prepaid. I get there, ain't no Tesla, ain't no cars. There weren't any cars. So what did they give you? Well, they, they had just to give you the nice girl's car. I think I took an employee's car because <laughs> they just they looked and there weren't cars to pick up. Yeah, there wasn't. Options. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying because usually they're in rows parked. There wasn't any oh. except just not even put away yet was a black SUV, a Nissan Sport. And she goes, I got, and she points. She doesn't say like, I have a 2022 uh, <laughs> Nissan Sport. She goes, I got that SUV <laughs> if you want it. And I was like, well, how do we work this out? Uh -huh. I've already prepaid. She refunded. This is where they did come through. Okay. They refunded my uh, thing and then gave me the lowest rate for the day for that car. So they gave me like a, it for me for free. well, they gave me the compact. Well, they could have just been like, you don't get anything then. That's true. They could have just true. refunded my money and gave me nothing. That's true. They refunded my money. They gave me the compa compact car price okay. for the SUV for the day. So they did make good there. Okay, that's good. And then I get in the car and I'm just the whole time is all right. Yeah. But I'm just like, thinking this, this ain't a Tesla. Tesla. This I was gonna make a video. I already had it. I was like, I had my uh, TikTok and reel going in my head. Were you gonna be like when you go to the gas station but you forget you drive? No, no, Tesla? no, no. Worse. Oh. I was gonna say, look, man. I'm not. I'm not better than you because I drive a Tesla. I drive a Tesla. Because I'm better than you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had it ready to go. That was going viral. Well, and also... You can't really pull that off in a Nissan Sport. You can't, because they probably do also drive yeah. a Nissan Sport. But then I uh, got settled in, and, and then get, you got, at that point, you got to tap into your gratitude. Yeah. Like, you got to be like, look, man, I, I, I flew in on an airplane. Yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? I picked Worst up the car. Worst things could have yeah. happened. Uh, I go, I, I stopped by my brother's house in Dyer. Indiana, I got to see him. Okay. That was really good. He's okay. looking good. Looking I don't know great. if he wants me telling tells out of school, but he did a couple weeks ago had a surgery, uh -huh. and he's really starting to look like a woman now. So I'm really proud of him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he did have a surgery, but not the cool surgery. He got the weight loss surgery. He did. He did, and he looks great. I had no idea. No, he looks great. Uh, like torso up. I couldn't really see because he does have a foot problem or whatever. But that's yeah. even healing. So I'm really excited for him. Uh, he looked great. Uh, we, we talked. It was good. He seemed good. up in spirits and everything. Good. I got to see my niece. Uh, I got to see my brother's wife as well. I officiated their wedding. It was just good to see them. You did. You are an officiant. It was really good to see them. I hadn't seen them in a while. I spent some time there. I uh, did my show. Okay. And my brother was not allowed to come. Why? Uh... I think nothing of it. When I do a show at a comedy club or a venue that normally does shows and comedies, yeah. they're like, I'm like, I just bring people with me. Yeah. Like your mom just will, because if there's no room, she'll sit in the green room or something like that. But yeah. this, isn't, this isn't a venue for comedy. Oh. It's a yacht club. Oh. It's a private so thing. they don't have like a green room. So they have a hall though. Okay. They have a hall. They had a couple hundred people there. He goes, I've sold every seat. Available. And, and there's no room and I've been turning people away. And then uh, I had the guy who booked the show for me ask, like, what well, do you think he can get three? He goes, man, I wish he asked me earlier. There's just no sooner. room. Yeah, yeah, there's just no room. And I've already turned people away. Uh, I think best case scenario for that, though. My, my, uh, my brother got some rest. I still got to see him. Yeah, he's seen enough shows. Yeah. And plus, this one went really well. And if he would have came, it would not have went well. That's true. That's just his record. That's true. He's undefeated. <laughs> I feel like if it was going 
too well, Adam would have started heckling you. Not even that. <laughs> it's just I have a tendency to go off the rails a little bit when Adam's there just to make mm-hmm. him laugh. That's sense. not true. <laughs> it's just I take him to some – if I know it's going to be bad, I, I got to have him there. Mm-hmm. And I, I, your mom's people. the same way now. Your mom is – She only goes to the bad oh, ones. Oh, I take her to some yeah. brutal ones. Like, Remember the one we went to? It's – they just had opened that new club, and yeah. it was in a movie theater. Yeah. And I sold maybe 25 tickets. Yeah. And uh, the person in front of you was like, ooh, this guy must be famous. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do remember that. So that's the type of shows. Uh, but no, this show went really well. It was yeah. hometown, hometown people. But then also, like, yes, people from my hometown came out to see. Yeah. But people who have been watching me. As a comedian, ever since in Chicago came. Yeah. Uh, there was people who was like, oh, I brought my friends because I saw your clip online of the of the one about you with the really? brownies. Yeah. That's more than a couple, More than a couple of people. That's so cool. And like I noticed now when I go in to do that bit, it has 1.8 million views. Yes. So a lot of views. So a lot of views. So I'll go in to do that bit. And you can tell if somebody had seen it and brought people because they'll, they'll nudge. Laughing. They'll nudge the person oh. like, this is the video I showed you. Like, yeah. Really? That's so So it's pretty cool. cool. So I'm starting to get some sales from that video. That's alone. really cool, actually. And um, It's the most true bit in the <laughs> So we sold out the show. And I think we could have probably done half of a second show. Yeah? But, yeah, because he said he turned away a lot of people. So oh we sold God. it out. We had a good time. Afterwards... Uh, I have a good friend. I don't know if I should say his name on the podcast. Jim Flanagan. <laughs> we can edit that out. We can edit name. out Jim Flanagan's name later. <laughs> Greatest comedy friend of mine. The law, in terms of uh, enjoyment of friendship and longevity combined. Yes. No, no one's going to beat Jim Flanagan in that. Uh, He's your grace. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but here's the thing. I've done shows with him uh-huh. in Chicago. Uh-huh. Where... It's me and him, and then someone walks up to me afterwards. Oh, Brian Aldrich? Wait, from are you from from Gavitt High School in like in the the late nineties? I'm like, yeah, that's me. Really? He's, oh my god, that's so weird that you're doing comedy. Your name is pretty much synonymous with Gavitt High School sports. A guy actually said that. Are you serious? So much so that I thought Jim had put him onto it. I would, and thought he still so. might have. He still I might have. I think he did. But I just used that to make uh, just kind of. Figure out, yeah. Gym all the time, uh, but this this happens again. Yeah. The yacht club owner. Yeah. Guy running the show with well, he owns it with a partner. Okay. Uh, not not a partner like in the. Not in like the LGBT partner, like it's, just it's like a, a partner, like a, like a, a hetero a heterosexual partner. partner. Yeah. Uh, they own the yacht club together, and it, I happened to have wrestled him in high school. You did? I did wrestled you him win? in high school. Yeah, I won. Okay, I okay. went in sub thirty seconds. Is that good? Yes, I beat him in less than thirty seconds. Oh my god! And so, uh, but we both acted just kind of like, hey, I don't really remember who won, but we had a match back in the day, and I'm like, I you remember? He remember. remembers. That was the first one that shook the gym because I was a 221 pound heavyweight, and he weighed all 275, and I got him off the ground. Oh my gosh! And, he, so and then my coach, crazy? my coach, yeah, and my coach was like. Aldridge, you shook the gym. Like, oh I was like, God. yeah, yeah, I did. And did Jim so, Flanagan put your coach up to that? <laughs> no, I didn't know Jim Flanagan yet. I thought you, I thought he lived across the street. That's Jim Ferguson. <laughs> now I've said two Jim's name. <laughs> I know. I've known Jim Flanagan for like all but three months of my comedy. Really? Yeah, I've known him forever. We went to a baseball game together in 2005 where a vendor gave us relish out of his your pocket. Guys is, 
You guys, this friendship is almost as long as my life. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. 2003-ish. I was born in 2003. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the shows go well. Yeah. I go back home. I fly home. Overall, really good weekend. So much so that we're going to do one at another venue with uh, a bigger capacity. Yeah. The Saturday after Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. That's far away from now, but that's But so enough good. time to sell yeah, it out. Definitely enough time to sell it out. So, good weekend overall. Next, you're going to do the Apollo Theater. The Apollo <laughs> Theater, yeah. Oh. I, I would play well there. I think so. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, Ray, Ray, I'll beat your butt. Like, yeah, that one right there. That's me <laughs> that, at the Apollo That's theater. the good bit? Yeah, that's, that's the bit. That's the one that would sell? Um, so, good weekend overall. Mm-hmm. Glad to be home. And we're going to rock this podcast out because it... I, here's the beauty of Family by Law with Brian Aldrich. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit about a lot. Me as well. But I don't know a lot about anything. Me as me too. But this week, if there's one topic that one of us knows every nook and cranny of, it's it's this week. It is. It is. This week's topic on Family by Law with Brian Aldrich, starring Brian Aldrich. Dogs. Dogs. For my money, the number one pet, dog. Uh, the only animal I've ever seen successfully win a basketball game in Air Bud. Uh, Air Buds also went to space. Air Bud went to space? Yeah, they became astronauts. They played soccer. They played soccer and football. And football. They hockey. think they saved like the world at one point. So, wait, hold on. Air Bud was the original Fast and Furious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, then, they then they also, puppies. yeah, they went to Air Buddies, yeah. which was, like, the original crew's puppies. And it was, like, puppies, Air Bud. So, this is a generate. I didn't know. <laughs> I only thought there was the one basketball Air Bud. This was a thing? Yeah. yeah. And it became Air Buds and then the Air Buddies. There were puppies? Yeah. yeah. They went to space? Yeah. Yep. Family. <laughs> they were the original. They, they went started to space that. Before. Awesome. Yeah. They went to space before Fast and Furious. All right. So uh, we did a little pre show meeting. We did. Breaking the fourth wall here. Right off the bat, one of the things that kind of surprised us is that America doesn't even, we're not even in the top 20 in the world in dog ownership. Well, per household. Per household? Yeah. We just get the one per? <laughs> uh, we have, like, a lot of dogs because we have so many people. Okay. But, like, population-wise, like, I don't know how to say this in mathematical terms. Per capita. Yeah, per capita. Like, there's smaller countries that, like, let's say there's 100 of them, 90 of them have dogs in their household. But we have, like, 300 million people... But only 61 million households have dogs. Well, well, here's what it is. Uh, there's not that many. Out of 300 million people, there might only be 100 million households. Yeah. Let me see. So I, I, that, that's pretty high if 60 million households have dogs. <clears throat> if we're not, if the only thing dragging the percentage down under 100. There's about 123 <coughs> million households. So about 60% yeah. of Americans nice. have dogs. So the only thing I think would drag those down, preference is going to be some. Yeah. People just don't want it. Oh, allergies. 
And then maybe if there's restrictions on the apartment complex you live in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the highest, the highest is New Zealand, where it's estimated for like the last decade, anywhere between 68 to 72% of households have dogs. Wow. Yeah. Most of that, most of that country has dogs. Literally. What about China? China? Let me see. I didn't, they weren't on the board. They weren't very popular. I mean, they're popular, just not as pets. Oh, my God. There's medical uses for dogs? There is a lot of medical uses for dogs. Now, whether you're religious or not, I've been told that when one passes away, all dogs go to heaven. That's true. Is this a true statement? That's 100% factual. The Now, that was a, a movie... Sad when movie. I was a kid, a sad I've never movie. seen it. I've seen it. Is it to tell the kids that your dog's going to be okay? It's, yeah, but like there's a lot that goes into it. The one main character dog, there's like a mobster dog. And then the other dog's like trying to escape death. And then he goes to the staircase in heaven. But he's like trying to run away from it at one point. Wow. It's a really, like there's a Disney lot movies in that movie. Disney movies are dark. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the recasting. <laughs> the plot lines. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, Disney movies can be a little dark, but yeah, um, all dogs do go to heaven. Whatever your version of heaven is, that's where the dogs are. I, don't, I mean, I don't think anyone's out here hating dogs. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's people that hate dogs, man. Why? I don't know. That's cruel and unusual. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some, like, uh, like, all right, because we'll knock the, the practical uses for him first. Okay. Oh, we can look at the medical uses. That's what I was talking Medical, and I include, like, a seeing eye dog in medical. Yeah, so there's therapy dogs. Okay. Because dogs, when you see a dog and, like, you're petting it, most people enjoy the presence of dogs okay and so when you see a dog it releases the serotonin and the oxytocin in your brain and it helps you calm down which can help relieve panic and stress and anxiety that's why dogs will go like visit sick people in hospitals and stuff like that because it can also help lower your blood rate or your blood your heartbeat which can help your blood flow better and things like that I looked up a study in preparation of the podcast, okay. and maybe you can speak to this better, where it took people's, uh, and I, how they described stress was very vague. Mm-hmm. They did it through like heartbeat, breathing rate, and stuff like yeah. that. I don't know how b- better to test stress. Yeah, I don't either. But they pet the dog for five to seven minutes, mm-hmm. and all of the humans, within the five or seven minutes, stress levels went down significantly. yeah. yeah. All of the dog's stress levels went down significantly within 15 seconds of having the person start to pet them. So it's, so it's, mutually, it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, dogs really enjoy, like, being loved. I yeah. mean, like, that's why I think people think, like, dogs are just, like, so pure and sweet. It's because, like, dogs enjoy, like, making people happy. And yeah. that's why, like, when people train their dogs to do, like, kind of funny things, like, they'll train them to, like open the fridge door and like grab a beer like the dog doesn't know what he's doing he's just like happy to do it he enjoys these making everyone happy or like there's one famous photo where there's like 
a parade about to happen and the dog is walking down before the parade starts and the dog thinks that everyone's like cheering for him and he's so happy well that's the great that's yeah it's so cute so with okay here's the good and bad okay and it has nothing to do with the dog the dog is all good the, dogs are the good and bad of people in this yeah. situation um emotional support dogs yeah here, it's excellent to me because some people maybe lack the confidence to go out in public. Yeah. They, have, they suffer from high anxiety. They maybe suffer from agoraphobia a little bit. Yeah. Like maybe, OCD. OCD. Like maybe they're a, a, a war veteran. Yeah. The dog gives them confidence to go out in public. Yes. Amazing. I live in South Tampa, one of the richest neighborhoods in the country. Yes. When I go to the grocery store... I see a kept woman yeah. with a dog yeah. that's not even well-behaved. Oh, and really neither is the dog. Me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what really gets me. And I'm like, that can't possibly be. Yeah, because if it was truly like a like a, an emotional support dog, it would at least have undergone the training and be a good dog that is socialized and can be in public. Yeah. But it's not. And that's the problem, is it is that absolutely fantastic, wonderful thing. Yeah. I've it all started when I uh like younger. Mm -hmm. It would be for a physical Yeah. The TSA because people were just creating these abilities to get all their dogs seen as um emotional support dogs. The TSA literally said, okay, well, we can no longer allow emotional support dogs. It has to be a service dog now. Okay, good. Because they were yeah. like, you guys have extended this. Like, we liked it for the thought of people that actually needed it, like you, we were talking about. But the, the people abused it too much. Okay. Yeah, because from, from a medical standpoint, they can do amazing things. Yeah. They're, uh, a blind person can be guided around. Yeah. but That's service dogs. Further than that, they can... Sense seizures, cancer. How's diabetes. your blood sugar doing? Is that yeah, they can smell like pretty much everything. It changes in like your blood. They can hear when your heart rate starts to go too high, or when yeah, they can like smell allergies and foods. There's this one dog on TikTok that's really popular because he's he's training to do it, and you can pretty much give them any food and any kind of packaging. And they sniff it, and then they can signal if that has your allergen in it. Oh, so obviously they're well trained in what your allergens are before. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no interview process, like no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, and like, and dogs can sense when your heart rate is going too fast. They can sense when your blood sugar is too low. They can sense when. Also, dogs are really good at sensing emotions. Um, and like, they're really good at, there was a study where they had like 10 people who were happy, 10 people who were sad, 10 people who were stressed and they like, let the dogs go. Like there was like 20 dogs, I think. And they let the dogs go and they thought, oh, well the dogs would want to be with people that are happy because then they'll give them love. But the dogs went to all the people that were sad and stressed because they realized Cheer them up. that they like, they need, they needed the a oh, dog nice. more. Nice. Yeah. And then the dog got happy because they had helped the people, and then they went back to the happy people. That's pretty cool. Dogs are so cute. Yeah. I love them. Um, 
I'm not telling any tales out of school. Uh, we're up against the first break. Okay. We have a dog. His name is Seuss. And he's, he's a good boy. And he we adopted him in Michigan about six or seven years ago. And we don't really know what breed he is. But he's a good boy. And when we went to pick him up in the shelter, there was all uh, pit bulls. So we knew he was going to go fast. So we took him out. We walked him. And uh, he's, he's really helped our lives out a lot. I think, uh, I think he's got brain freeze right now. <laughs> he ate a bowl of ice. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so from terms, from terms of like being our friend and being our, I guess, uh, crutch too, because there's blind people that wouldn't be able to leave their house if they didn't have their seeing eye dog. So we have practical purposes that we need for them in our lives. On the other side of the break, though, we're going to turn to maybe what more people are familiar with. First half, we kind of talked about practical uses for dogs in our society. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about why we selfishly have them and why we love them. And that's the entertainment value that dogs provide us. So on the other side of the break, I have a special guest that'll join us from Instagram. Doug the Pug will be on the Family by Law with Brian Aldridge podcast after we come back. And I said, why would I want to fight kids with diabetes? And they're like, no, no, no. It's to fight diabetes <laughs> In children, and I'm like, oh, I'm still not giving you any more. Oh, hey, hey, we are back. Um, snafu. Mm. Turns out that the uh, Instagram profile I was talking back and forth about was not the real Doug the Pug. <gasps> My social security number has been stolen, oh. and we've got to move tomorrow because okay. someone now has taken over our lease. Dang. Happens the best. So let's make the most of tonight living here. (laughs) Finish out this podcast. Uh, We're going to talk about just the good part of dogs. How they entertain us, make us feel. Uh, Put you on the spot. Okay. Who's your favorite living dog right now? Seuss. Seuss the dog, our dog. Seuss the dog. From Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. Yeah. Tied with, with Jack. The um, dog. We have a game plan that we're going to go with, and our producer's going to tell us, like, you know, he's going to, here's how it's going to work. We're not going to do it right away, though, because mm. I'm going to give him time to scramble and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come up with a breed of dog. He'll show us a picture of that breed of dog. Yes. So I'll know what it is. That's true. And we'll say, like, hey, what would this guy as a human be? What would he do for a living? Is he chill? Yeah, all the good would stuff. Would he try to rob a liquor store? It's a good question. Yeah, good mm. stuff. But I would like your opinion because you are an expert on dogs. I am. If you need help coming up with the qualities that I'm asking for, I'll, I'll coach you a little bit. But I'd okay. like to know your opinion. Okay, for, for instance, okay, what's, what breed and then go into it if you can. Okay. From a loyalty standpoint, 
And it doesn't have to be just one. Okay. What are like the most loyal breeds of dogs and how do they display that? I would say number one, the German Shepherd. Okay. I did not I did not see that coming. Okay. Really? Yeah. I would say a German Shepherd. German Shepherds are like extremely loyal to the people that they like have grown up around. They're really good. Like I mean I mean most commonly when you think of like a German Shepherd, you usually think of like the police dogs. Okay. Yes. But they're like a police dog for a reason. It's because they're very loyal. They're very they're really smart. They're really trainable. They're really adaptive and they really, really, really stay with whoever is like their family. Like they protect them really no matter what. According to my black friend's grandpa, they bite the hardest too. Um, that's actually kind of like a myth is that dogs of different weights obviously have different bite forces. But when you're talking in the same weight categories, they're pretty much all the same. But some of them bite down a little harder. Some of them do they give bite you the harder. Arr, they like it. Some of them do bite harder. Yeah. But um, another common myth with dog, like big dogs specifically, is the lock jaw. That's not a real thing. Okay. Dogs' jaws don't lock in that position. Otherwise, when they bit on like toys and stuff, their jaw would lock. Possums do. Really? Yeah. That's weird. That's the only thing I know about a possum. <laughs> Uh-huh. Is that even if you kill the possum, if it's bitten you, yeah. you have to get a crowbar and pry its jar open. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. They don't bite very often, though. They um, they play dead. But, yeah. Uh, no, dogs don't have, like, a lockjaw thing. It's just that some dogs bite harder and that they'll often not let go because they bit for a reason. What dogs... Uh, I've seen it, but I just don't know what breed it is. Uh-huh. Sheep. What, who who's the best at herding sheep? Oh, there's there's a few. It's guardian livestock dogs. What's that? So guardian livestock dogs are usually really big dogs. There's like um a great Pyrenees is a really common one. It's basically this giant, like hundred and twenty pound white fluffy dog. That's <laughs> really nice, but they're big enough to um like scare off coyotes or foxes or stuff like that but they're also really nice to the animals do they spend a lot of time with the sheep or is it just when the person like or do they spend time with the human and then when the human brings the dog with it to herd, or um, you know what i mean usually, which one does it stay more with usually they train them alongside the sheep and stuff like that and also usually on like a farm also usually on a farm they have um like generations of dogs and so the little puppies learn from the older dogs okay the dogs teach the dog i like that those are the dogs that protect it the dogs that you see like running around like that like in the fields that like corral them into places those are like the australian shepherds the lassie type dogs the cattle dogs okay so i'm gonna cut you off there for Mm -hmm. a second a kid falls down the well What's the best breed of dog for that? That's the plot of Lassie. (laughs) (laughs) Producer looked stumped. (laughs) That's the whole point. It's the Australian cattle dogs. 
collie. It's a border collie. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But yeah, those are those kinds of dogs. And how they like corral them like that is they like snip at their ankles. Okay, that's pretty They cool. don't like bite them, but they like snip at their ankles so that they, they like run in like the little thing. And their goal is to get them in that little contained area. Um, A, a buddy of mine had a collie and mm-hmm. then a, a, a family member of mine. What's the one that I'm thinking of that's a little smaller than a collie and kind of looks like it though? Australian Shepherd. It's not, it's, that's not it though. A sh- show, it's, I feel like it had a SH name to it. It's a basically Shetland Sheepdog. A Shetland? Maybe I don't know. It's, um, I'll call it a collie. Okay, a collie. Because it was for all intents, all intensive purposes. All intensive purposes. <laughs> <laughs> all intensive purposes. It was collie. Okay. Have you ever experienced being with a collie? They're super high energy. Sure, yeah. they're high energy, but you're like. There's another person amongst us. Yeah. Like, they yeah. seem to get, like, the way they look and just mimic. You're like, that's a whole, that's the, the they've got to be. Are they yeah. among the smartest dogs? Yeah, they are. It's just weird. A lot of those dogs are all super smart. Um, for me, one of the ones that really gets me is those, um, the golden doodles. I don't know what that is. Uh, have our producer look up a picture. But the golden doodles, the way that they interact they often like sit with like their back against the couch, like look human. <laughs> and then they have really human eyes. And there's like a joke on Twitter and it looks like it's a human in like a dog suit. Yeah, it looks like a person <laughs> is wearing a fluffy yeah. dog suit. And they're super smart. Yeah. And like they kind of like walk and act like dog, like human dogs. And like they're super weird. They're super cute. I love them, but they're super weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's looking into your soul it is it is um going back to other dogs i think are loyal is i i love pitties and staffies and i think they are the most loyal dogs ever i know what you're talking about yeah but many people might not know dog shorthand pitbulls and staffies are just american staffies. okay <laughs> yeah what's ever what's the biggest misconception of pitbull I think people think that pit bulls or cane corsos or staffies or dogs of that matter, like, are inherently mean, but I don't think that's true. I think that they've been stigmatized because people often use those dogs to fight or they abuse those dogs or they leave them in really cruel conditions. And they're big dogs, like no matter what, no matter how small of a pit bull you get, it's still going to weigh 65, 70 pounds. So it's not going to be a small dog. And so when they're treated really, really bad and then they're abused or they're, you know, like they're mistreated for a long time, they're going to act accordingly. So it's it's an owner problem, not a breed problem. But uh, Judge Judy... Mm-hmm. She got a beef with pit bulls, man. She does, and she'll just I like call like people, uh, like you're the dumbest person I've ever known yeah. for a uh, yeah, pit bull. I do. I'm just Judy. That and this is nothing against pit bulls, but I think that the people that own pit bulls, like that, like lovingly own pit bulls, are the nicest, most obsessed people. They'll like put coconut oil on the dog. They'll have pajamas. They'll have like rubber duckies. They'll take like daily baths. Like people that seek out pit bulls 
love pit bulls. I've seen, and, and we you can be racist when you're talking about white people. Yeah. So I've seen videos where it's like the most hardened pit bull you've ever seen. <laughs> and he's, no, he's never been trained. Yeah. He's like a former, he's, yeah, he's yeah. right in his prime of dog fighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one of the videos would be like, give a suburban white woman 15 minutes with him. Yeah. And he'll be rolling over for yeah. belly rubs. <laughs> it's true. Most of those dogs just need love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dogs can sense when you're scared. So, like, for me, I've never really personally had any issue with dogs not liking me because I've never assumed a dog wouldn't like me. I, I'm pretty... We have a dog that is... Uh, reactive. Reactive. And, and he, you know... He's a shelter dog. Yeah, he's a shelter dog. We don't know his whole backstory. We know the story since we've had him. Yeah, yeah. But he just, it's better if, like, a stranger doesn't approach him and try and grab his ears. Outside. Yeah. When they meet yeah, him yeah, inside yeah. the house, he can meet anyone. He Absolutely. He can't meet people outside. I still remember this. Guy, one, no shirt. That's a problem. <laughs> I don't want you walking up to yeah. me with no shirt. Yeah, it's in Florida. And jeans. Black. Here's the deal. <laughs> No shirt, one. long jeans. Red flag immediately. So I'm like, all right, fella. And he found a British accent somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he found it on the street. I don't know where, but <laughs> I don't remember if he had flip-flops or not, but I'm I sure he sure did. I'm sure he did. And socks. Does he bite? Yes. He says in British. He says in British. Yeah, he bites. Yeah, he yeah, bites. Yeah, he bites. Yeah. Guy still walks within a foot. Uh, and now Seuss is up on his hind legs. And Seuss always has a leash on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always has a leash. And I'm, I've got a tight grip on him. And Seuss is just praying for me to go, get him. Yeah, exactly. Foaming at the mouth. Not really foaming at no. the mouth because he's not rabid. No, no. But no. that's a saying. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy goes, crikey. Crikey. He is a bit aggressive, eh, don't you know? And I'm like. Well, you just got really close to I him. I just told you. Yeah. So that's enough. That's uh I've had experience with Seuss where I've been walking him on a leash because we do live in a very densely populated area and I believe And a lot of the population is dense. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. And I believe that in a populated area that I have a dog that is reactive, he should be on a leash for my sake and others. And I've had people that have had not even small dogs, big and small dogs, completely off a leash, running 50, 60, 100 feet away from them yeah. and running up to Seuss and then trying to get mad at me when Seuss reacts. But if, I mean, if somebody ran up and started jumping on me, I think I would react Yeah, too. if I'm a dude, I'm a big dude, I just started running up on people. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? What's going on, man? I'm like, did you see that car drive by? Did you see that car drive by? That was crazy, right? You saw that car. Exactly. That's going fast, man. That's going too fast for this street. Did you see that? (laughs) Let me smell your butt. Let me smell your butt real quick. Like, that would be weird. That would be real weird. And somebody would be like, hey, I don't like this. So it's okay for a dog not to like it, too. Especially when Seuss was just minding his business on his leash, trying to get some smells in. I've made some decisions with Seuss. Uh, I walk him most. I walk him every morning. Yeah. Uh, the mornings you're not here. Okay. I, I, I do walk. You guys do, do a great job when you have them. 
Uh, no, you do. I'm yeah. not. I'm not throwing a dig. You guys do a great job. You're very. You know, he loves it. He loves having you guys around, and we love having you around. We love being here. Uh, but I do walk him every morning, and I've made the decision now. Uh, I don't let him off the leash in the park, even when it's no. just me and him. No, yeah. Uh, I don't like him getting. Uh, it's not le- like I've let him run a couple times in the tennis court because it's smooth pavement. Yeah, but not often. No. Every now and then, I yeah. let him run there. Uh, there's too many, there's holes, there's yeah. dirt, and there, and I'm just like, yeah, he's getting to the, I don't even, I, I get him in there, he still does a little poop, he loves it, I still let him go yeah, around yeah, the whole yeah. park and everything, but I don't let him run loose in there, and also, mostly, because I'm like, if someone wants to bring their dog in there, yeah. I don't, what if I can't rattle him up quick, yeah. so I just, I can get him out of there when I see someone coming. He also is, he's a good dog, and I think that people sometimes just see their dog and assume that every single dog acts the way that their dog does. Yeah. And so a lot of times people will see Seuss behaving fine on a walk on a leash. And they'll have an on-leash dog. And they'll be like, don't worry, my dog's friendly. And I'm like, well, mine mine isn't. Like, he is, but he's not going to react well to this random dog in person coming running up to him when he's just on a casual little stroll. He's not built for that. He's not... He, he has anxiety. He's a high-anxiety dog. He can't have people running up to him out of nowhere. I have... I, d- I do two sets of WALKs mm-hmm. with him. I'll do them... When I, I take him two times myself. And then when your mom, mm-hmm. my wife, by law your mother, mm-hmm. and I walk him, he forgets how to behave. He does. He does. Now, he if I were a, fine. if I were a misogynist, I would say that's a skill issue. Uh huh. But it's not. It's not. This dog loses his mind because he ha- he feels like he's got to protect her. Mm-hmm. She's the queen bee. Mm-hmm. He's like big guy can take care of himself. Oh, is what's that? Two Rottweilers coming at him. I'm just gonna <laughs> hide behind his left leg real quick, see what happens. Like he doesn't go after stuff. No. And it, and I don't think it's because he's well behaved because of me. Mm-hmm. I think he's just like this guy can handle it. Yeah. And if something happens to him, then it's just me and the mama. I, I almost prefer if something happens to the big guy. <laughs> I think that Seuss, like, I don't think that he tries to protect me too much on the walk. Because I think that I drag him away from any possible, like, any time in the distance I see another dog or I see a cat or I see a person walking, I'll just do a complete 180 walk the <laughs> other direction. And Seuss is oblivious. Yeah. Here's what I love about this uh, form Mm -hmm. of media, the podcast. Mm -hmm. If you catch something, then you can run with it. And uh, I don't hate if we turn most of the second half of this show into uh, stories of Seuss. Stories of Seuss? Yeah. Now that he's okay. Yes. Let's talk about what was going on right before the break. (laughs) So. Describe. I'll sit at the stage and then get out of the, and then I'll sit in the stand. Describe first uh-huh. what you prepared for Seuss <laughs> before we started talking. So I prepared for Seuss an enrichment bowl, which is supposed to be um, a little bit of pumpkin, a puree, a little bit of peanut butter, a little bit of chicken broth, some water some blueberries, some carrots, some like dog friendly things that you put in a little bit of bowl 
and you freeze it and the dog is supposed to lick it and eat it in like layers and kind of gnaw at it as it starts to thaw down and things like that. Like a popsicle or a lollipop? Yes. Okay. Our dog, I gave it to him before the recording of in this law. episode. Our dog-in-law. By law. By law. By law, our dog, Seuss. Um, I gave it to him during the first couple minutes of the recording of our episode, thinking that it would entertain him for like an hour or two, like it does for 98% of dogs. Our dog decided that if he flips the bowl upside down and taps his paws on it and then takes the carrots that were in it and pulls the carrot, he can pull the entire bowl of frozen goodness out and put it on the floor and instead of licking it and eating it in small portions and over the course of time, like a dog is supposed to do, he can scarf it down. So he ate an entire bowl of frozen stuff. So basically he ate three, four, like if it were, if it were only ice. Yeah. He ate whatever would fit in a regular cereal bowl. Yeah. So like a tray or a tray and a half of ice, two trays yeah. of ice. Yeah. Then what happened? Then, as he was scarfing it down, he laid down on his bed, and towards the end of the episode, I look up, and he's convulsing. <laughs> he's oh, no, buddy. He's shaking his head, his leg, his paws, and now, this may be worrisome to most, but this is extra worrisome, because our Sir Seuss has a history of back problems, or things going wrong medically, in which his first telltale sign is usually that he starts shaking. So me, as a worried, like, owner, I run over without even thinking that he's consumed a tray of ice, and I think that he's hurt, and so I'm petting him and calming him down, and our host, Brian, Starts to finish and wrap up the episode, and he's like, hey. Yeah, that's the half. And he's like, hey, maybe he has a brain freeze. And I didn't believe that that was a possibility. I was convinced that something more serious was happening. And would not listen to the thought of it being a brain freeze at all. And so I googled it. And I googled that dogs can have brain freezes, <laughs> and that if they have a very severe brain freeze, that they can start shaking because their body's trying to cool down. And as I'm reading this, I'm feeling the top of Seuss's head, and around his, like, nose, and around his face, and it's freezing cold. <laughs> and I realize that he's just dumb. And gave himself a super severe brain freeze because he couldn't just eat the enrichment bowl like a normal dog. <laughs> okay, you've had a milkshake. Yeah. Have you ever just been like, a little too quick, there's a little brain yeah. freeze. And then what did you do? I felt pain and I... What did you do with the milkshake? Head. Oh, I stopped drinking. Immediately? Yeah. Imagine... <laughs> You start to get the brain freeze. Drink it faster, then drink two more milkshakes. 
That's what our dog did. He's dumb. He's so smart, though. Because, like, most dogs, I've seen it on TikTok so many times, the exact same enrichment bowls, and none of those dogs decided to flip it over and eat it all in five minutes. We got a good one. So, this is, I don't know much in terms of medical. I know, like, there's some weird things, like your dog shouldn't eat grapes. Yeah. And you certainly shouldn't feed your dog, like, half a bag of grapes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Shout out to Alfred over there. Um, uh, where is he over there? But are dogs supposed to eat cooked chicken bones? No. How many bones would you say a dog not chew on, Consume. swallow in his belly would be bad? One. One. <laughs> how about 50? Terrible. And how about three or four times? Terrible. Also, let's make this clear. It's not like we're leaving this out excessively. No, he picked a lock. This is behind. This is a mystery to this day. This is, I'm talking, we were gone less than 10 minutes and it was left behind a closed door in a higher area than Sue's. In the garbage bag, too. In the garbage bag. In a higher area than he should have been able to get to. He got it. He sure got it. More than once. I, I, and we've tried so many different things to barricade And so it. he's eaten 200 chicken bones we've in his used, life? We've used chairs. We've used doors. We've used benches. And, and nothing gets past him. I don't know how he gets it. Now I've heard chocolate can be bad for a dog. Very. How much chocolate would you say would give a dog a bellyache? A couple grams. How much would you say should be fatal? Um, it's about five grams per ten pounds. Okay. How about a whole fudge birthday cake? Terrible. Should have killed him. Glad it didn't. It was on top of a fridge. Yeah. I don't know how he got there. There's Still... no, no, no paw prints on the fridge. Nope. On top of a fridge with no counter. He got up there. He ate the cake. Mm-hmm. He ate an entire bag of dark chocolate Ghirardelli's <laughs> that was in a closet with a closed door. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to seem like a terrible pet owner. We tried. <laughs> we, try, we tried our best. All right. Hey, in the comment section of Family by Law this episode, tell us what your dog's eating. Yeah, you <laughs> probably shouldn't the, have. What's the weirdest thing your dog has eaten? Family by Law. Leave it in the comments. Review as well. Yeah. Bye, Sponsored by Law. Sponsored by Arby's. Arby's. You drive a truck? You need a place to shower? Try an barbecue. Arby's. We got a few minutes left. Now, we did have a planned event for the second half, yeah. but I thought uh, Doug the Pug would help us. Yeah. Not the scammer from whatever country he was from. So... Karate Brian, are you ready? Give us a breed of dog. Show me a picture. Or Carlina can describe it. I don't, I, maybe Carlina on the fly will be able to tell me. Give us a breed of dog. And we'll say, hey, what's this guy do for a living? What's he all about? <laughs> Is he chill? Would I be his friend? So here we go. Family by law. I got a tune ready for it and everything. Family by law. What kind of dog do you want to be? La! And I also ripped off Wayne's World again. <laughs> I can. So the first one, since you already mentioned it, Pugs. 
Pugs? Pugs. Pug. Oh, Bri is a perfect image of pugs in his head. I, uh, I've been the owner of two pugs. Uh, one fawn, one black. The pug is... Uh, if you don't know what a pug is, he's a small dog. he got like a smashed-in face and a <laughs> curly tail. He can't really see or breathe or anything like that. <laughs> but they're so cute. And he just kind of bumps into stuff and pees a little because it scares him. Yeah. Well, what would a pug be like in real life? You're the pug expert. Yeah, uh, a pug is a person. Mm-hmm. I, I can't... Oh, man. I feel like a pug... I don't, I don't want to say the slur. Don't say the slur. The M word. Don't say that. The, the midget. <laughs> I feel like they little would people. be short. Little people. Danny DeVitos. The they would be little Danny DeVitos. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say they remind me of Danny DeVitos. They'd be little Danny DeVitos. I agree. But mischievous. I agree. Not like, uh, not like the lollipop guilds, like the good ones. He'd yeah, be like yeah, a little yeah. mischievous one. Like. All right, all right, all right. All right, the next one, I am going to choose Shih Tzu. The whoa, whoa, whoa. Tzu. We are a profanity-free... <laughs> a Shih Tzu? Yeah. A Shih Tzu. What would happen if you mixed a bulldog with a Shih Tzu? What would you get? Oh, awful. Producer, what would you get if you mixed a bulldog with a Shih Tzu? I'm not saying it. <laughs> Good job. All right. All right. I feel like a Shih Tzu would be a, like, I feel like it'd be a rich lady. Oh, yeah. That, like, lives in athletic wear. And, like, I feel like she would constantly have, like, pink on. And she would drive, like, maybe, like, a Range Rover. And she'd, like, go to yoga. I feel like she'd yell at everybody, too. Like, very passive-aggressively. I w ordered two espresso shots in this, not one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That would be if you worked at a large coffee conglomerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like she would constantly, like, have a purse that you'd assume has a dog in it. But she's the <laughs> personified dog. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I see. All right, bring us home with... Uh, here's what... The, I'm, I'm going to go backwards with it. Okay. Um, this guy, Monday through Friday, gets up, goes to the gym before work, puts a suit on, mm -hmm. works his job in finance or whatever. Five o'clock Friday? Yeah. It's on. And it's on Friday night and it's on Saturday night. Sunday, he's relaxing with the family. Yeah. Who's that? Belgian Malinois. Yes. <laughs> you guys both nailed it. As soon as I said it, you guys. Show, can I get a picture of one of those? Yeah. What's it, and what's it called? A Belgian Malinois or Malinois. Malinois. Sorry, I pronounced it wrong all the time. Or as it's commonly referred to by people that have it, a Maligator. A Maligator? Because they're like German Shepherds. Okay. But higher energy and a little bit smaller. But he's about his business too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very, very, very smart, very trainable, but they are crackheads. Nice. And they like... People say it kind of looks like if a German Shepherd had a, a Coke addiction. Nice. <laughs> and I feel like that's the perfect dog for it. They're super cute, super adorable, but they are super, like, they are go, 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 go. And then when they're free, they're crazy. It's got to be the one because instantly you both <laughs> looked at each other, said this. Like, so that's got to be the one. This has been a good dog talk. Yes. Uh, I've enjoyed... Our talk with the dogs. Yes. Our do our talk now, to the I'm going to put you on the spot here, Carlina, yeah. the co-host. All right. Oh, yeah. A couple quick things before we go. Aldrich Comedy. Look at all my social media. 
Carlina M K Photography. Yes. On the Instagram, check that out. That'll be in the bio. Um, couple of dates coming. I got Grand Rapids coming up. We'll we'll post that on the social media page that producer Brian has for our podcast for sure up and running by now. I haven't checked, but I'm sure we've got some Instagram followers. I'm sure. Dogs can be your entertainment. They can be your, you know, uh, activity. But more than anything else, they are your friend. They are your family. As we leave this episode, Carlina, I would like you to look over as he lays on his bed and tell the audience of Family by Law with Brian Aldridge what Seuss means to you in your heart. Seussie means that...